Hello, welcome to York Street. We hope that this sermon will be an inspiring and impactful one, just what you need at this time. For any of our sermon-based studies, please head to our website at www.yorkstreet.com.au. So grab a cuppa, grab your notebook, whatever you need, and we hope that you enjoy the sermon. Good morning, everyone. So for those who don't know me, my name is Bevan, and I have had the privilege to be an intern at York Street through the youth group department. So I'll be bringing the second sermon of Jonah with you today, and we'll also have Jess at the 11 and Caitlin at the 6 p.m. So if you can come along to those, I've heard them already. They are amazing messages. So now we're going to do a quick recap of Tim's sermon from last week. So last week with Tim, we were able to get a better understanding of Jonah's backstory, We got to learn about the wicked and evil doings of Nineveh, the fact that Jonah actually wasn't scared of the Ninevites, and the fact that he was actually, because he knew God so well, he knew he was a merciful God, and that he knew he would forgive them, that he was scared and he decided to run away. Jonah actively disobeyed God and ran in the opposite direction. Jonah was told to go to Nineveh, but ran in the opposite direction. He went four times as far to get out of the way. And after all this disobedience, it does come at a cost. So now Jonah is in a storm, literally, and he is on the rough sea. And that's where we're going to be focusing on today, returning to obedience. Now let's continue the service in prayer. Heavenly Father, as we lift this sermon up to you, I pray that we can open your word and that way we can dive deeper into your love, Lord. And as we come, that we may be challenged and that we can be brought in And that everyone can be able to look into this message and be able to see something through it, Lord. Amen. So we're going to start off with Jonah 1, chapter chapter 1, 17 to chapter 2, 10. Jonah's prayer. Now the Lord provided a huge fish to swallow Jonah. And Jonah was in the belly of the fish three days and three nights. From inside the fish, Jonah prayed to the Lord his God. He said, In my distress, I called to the Lord, and he answered me. From deep in the realm of the dead, I called for help, and you listened to my cry. You hurled me into the depths, into my very heart of the seas, and the currents swirled about me. All your waves and breakers swept over me. I said, I have been banished from your sight, yet I will look again towards your holy temple. The engulfing waters threatened me, the deep surrounded me, Seaweed was wrapped around my head. To the roots of the mountains I sank down. The earth beneath bared in me forever. But you, Lord my God, brought my life up from the pit. When my life was ebbing away, I remembered you, Lord, and my prayer rose to you, to your holy temple. Those who cling to worthless idols turn away from God, God's love for them. But I with shouts of grateful praise, will sacrifice to you. What I have vowed, I will make good. I will say, salvation comes from the Lord. Now, first things first. There's often a bit of a debate whether it was a whale or a fish that swallowed Jonah. So for right now, we're going to call it a huge fish. Now, going through this Bible verse, there was a few key components that stood out to me. The first thing that truly stood out to me was actually in the very first verse. Jonah 1.17. Now the Lord provided a huge fish to swallow Jonah. 
The key word that I saw was provided. It wasn't God punishing Jonah. It wasn't God saying, that's it, your time's up, you're not listening to me anymore. It was God's provision. Provided means to present or yield something useful. Now, why was this useful for Jonah? As we know from last week, Jonah was, would rather die than follow God's plan, and he actually almost did. He was engulfed in the waves. He was surrounding, surrounded in deep water with seaweed wrapping around his head. Jonah's deep water grave became his passage back to life. This all happened not to punish Jonah, but to bring Jonah back to the right path. Jonah had to be brought to the very end of himself to realign with God's plan, his vision, and his path. God provides opportunity for us to come back to him. Even what at first glance looks like a punishment can be an opportunity for us to get back onto the right path. Now, when I was younger, about my teenage years, so probably around 13, I ended up walking away from the church. Now, I believe that there was a creator. I did believe there was a God. But I just had no interest in actually learning about God. I didn't have an interest in developing a relationship with the Lord. I was never interested in moving forward. I was never interested in learning more about this area. At the time, I was at Ballard Christian College, so I was still getting exposed to God. But it wasn't until a dear friend of mine came back into my life to help me. Most of you would know him, Josiah Tuple. Not to be confused with Jonah. But <laughs> Josiah asked me to come to church, and my first answer was, nah, I'm good. He came, he came and offered again. I said, no, thank you. I don't want to be a part of this. And as the weeks went on, he kept asking, and I still wasn't interested until one day I decided, you know what, I could use a break, I could use some fun, and I decided to say yes, and I went to the youth group. As that journey went on, I ended up coming to, going to church as well. As I continued my journey at York Street, one thing intrigued me. It was Josiah's relationship with God that intrigued me. Josiah loved God and was very obedient to him. It was something I felt I was missing in my life, and it was something just so unique about it. This is what brought me back to church. That's what got me seeking a relationship with God. It's what made me want to gain more knowledge about the creation. It's what got me searching through the Bible for answers. Josiah listened to God. He was obedient. He put out the invite. He lifted out his hand to me. And eventually I took the invite. Now, Jonah is in the belly of the huge fish. I had an interesting concept with Jonah in the whale. It was described as Jonah's cast. So bear with me now. So when you break a bone, whether that be an arm or a leg, it gets set into a cast. The cast immobilizes the broken body part and allows it for the inner work of the body to heal and piece back the bone, piece by piece, back together. Sometimes it takes an instance to fix the problem. Sometimes it can take days, weeks to heal. As long as Jonah was running away from God, he wouldn't be able to follow his calling and he wouldn't be able to get, his, get everything sorted. The inner work that was being done in Jonah was able to be done because he was immobilized. He was able to get the inner work done by being swallowed by a giant white fish. The moment Jonah was given the opportunity to stop, that's when God started to, to work in his life again. 
That's when Jonah got the opportunity to reset and he was able to go back onto the right path. This is when Jonah turned back to prayer and to God and invite him back into his life. But the interesting part is still, Jonah never actually said sorry. Jonah 2, 9 to 10. But I, with shouts of grateful praise, will sacrifice to you what I have vowed I will make good. I will say, salvation comes from the Lord. And the Lord commanded the fish and it vomited Jonah out onto dry land. He did, however, thank God. He thanked God for not abandoning him. And he promises God that he would obey God from this point onwards, no matter what. Sometimes it's easy to say sorry. It's easy to apologize. It's easy to ask for forgiveness. But what are our actions going to do? What is actually going to change? Jonah chapter 3, verse 1 to 3. Then the word of the Lord came to Jonah a second time. Go to the great city of Nineveh and proclaim to it the message I give you. Jonah obeyed the word of the Lord and went to Nineveh. Now, Nineveh was a very large city. It took three days to go through it. Jonah showed his obedience to the Lord and went to Nineveh and proclaimed the message by the Lord. Nineveh is a very large city and it took three days for Jonah to go through. But I found something quite interesting about Jonah's message to the Ninevites. And the interesting part was it was quite short. It was, verse 4, Jonah began going a day's journey into the city, proclaiming, 40 more days and Nineveh will be overthrown. This message seemed odd to me because it was short. It had no mention of the Ninevites' sin, nothing on how to respond and nothing about God. It had nothing about God's forgiveness. It had nothing on how to repent. I found this interesting because I did not understand. Was Jonah trying to sabotage the message? Was he trying to ensure their destruction? But honestly, it did not matter. Because God can do anything through his will. Nevertheless, the Ninevites repented. Jonah chapter 3, 8 verse 8 to 10. But let people and animals be covered with sackcloth. Let everyone call urgently on God. Let them give up their evil ways and their violence. Who knows? God may yet relent and with compassion turn from his fierce anger so that we will not perish. When God saw what they did and how they turned from their evil ways, he relented and did not bring on them the destruction he had threatened. Obedience brings blessings, but it doesn't mean it's the one you're looking for. It may be something better. Through year 11 and 12, I was very clear on my direction. I knew where I wanted to go, and I knew what I was interested in. I was clear in my going, I'm never going to serve in a youth group. I am never certainly going to be a part of an internship program, and I am never going to be part of a sermon. Yeah, I learned never to say never to God. God presented and called me to the youth group. Through God's work, not only have I been used by him to bring blessings by serving others, but I've also been given blessings from the leaders, from the youth, from the pastors, your obedience brings blessings for everyone.
So I'd like to leave a few challenges and a few questions for you to think about today and through the week. First things first, where are you on your journey? Are you currently running away from God? Are you struggling with obedience? Are you currently stopped? Are you healing in the whale? Have you been in your cast? Or is it time for you to come back onto the right track? Is it time for you to start following God's promise? What actions are you going to take moving forwards? Are you going to spend more time in prayer? Are you going to spend more time in the Bible and the Word? Are you going to try and lend out that hand to someone in need? What's going to change? Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you for this blessing. I pray that people can use this message to deep dive into this. As Jonah was swallowed by the whale and was able to come out and be put back onto the right path. I pray that we can do the same. And as we journey through this, Lord, that you'll be with us through everything as you always are. And that you can guide us and that you can be truly a blessing for us all. Amen. Thank you. If you would like prayer or to find our sermon-based studies, please head to our website or check the description below for a link. If you enjoyed the video, feel free to share the video, like, subscribe, and hit the bell icon for updates of when we release new videos. Remember, life can be tough, so let's do it together.